Every artist wants to be able to create their art and make a living off of what they do. And I respect that and I want that for everybody. But in the meantime, on our path towards that, we have to get over the idea that that's just gonna happen, right? We have to accept that for the most part, in order to make that happen, we're gonna have to underwrite that dream one way, shape, or form. I mean, if you look at a lot of you know, various artists of the past, I look to, let's say, Ernest Hemingway, you know, he was a newspaper uh, reporter, essentially, right? A journalist that wrote for the newspaper, and then on the side, he wrote his books. Charles Bukowski, another author um, who wrote books and, and poems, he, for the most part, had so many different jobs uh, before he found any sort of career with his actual writing. But he did those, um, he did those jobs, and still wrote. Right, so we just kind of have to accept that as a fact of life in a lot of ways, um, rather than rail against it. Because the more you sort of push back against that notion, um, the more arduous it becomes. As opposed to like, okay, it is what it is. This is what I got to do, and you know, still create the art that I want to create. And in time you know, uh, as it gains more, more notoriety and stuff like that, then, you know, the, the pendulum starts to swing of like, okay, at first you're not making any money, then, you know, to some degree start making some money and eventually, you know, the, the, the goal, right, is that it sustains you and that you don't have to do, um, you know, any sort of job that you don't want to do, right? And you can just fully focus on your art. That is the goal. And, you know, because of it, I want to share kind of uh, just various things, what I call like my artistic philosophy in addition to this to sort of approach life and be able to create the stuff that I'm able to create. Uh, number one, uh, therapy has been a big component of how I'm able to thrive. You know, um, the, the old notion, I think, societally where, oh, like, oh, that, that person's going to see a shrink, right? That pejorative of, like, oh, you need a shrink, and uh, meaning that, A, just calling them a shrink kind of denounces what a therapist does, number one. Number two, it's like, oh, only the crazies need a therapist. No, um, I'm someone who advocates everyone should go to therapy, right? We all benefit from therapy. So that's number one. Number two, a big thing of my artistic journey um, in a lot of this has been to redefine what success is for me. And, you know, where society perhaps tells you that, hey, in order to be a successful artist, you have to be extremely well-known, so famous, and make a ton of money, blah, 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 have a big mansion, all that stuff, right? The, the stuff that we've seen on like Entourage and all kinds of other media you know, TV shows, movies, and magazines, and yada, yada, yada. For me, I've redefined success where it really is as long as I get to create the art that I'm creating. So even if it doesn't necessarily make me the money that, you know, that sustains my life, as long as I get to create it and, it, and it's not like the biggest burden on my life, then, then that to me is success, right? That that's what I want out of life, at least right now, you know, the, the good news about all, all things in life, you know, you get to change your mind, but 
for me, that's kind of what I define as my success, artistically speaking. The next thing is just to keep making stuff. You know, my friend Jeff Graham, and a lot of artists talk about this, that there are so many would-be creators out there that talk about the craft, you know, and from the perspective of what they want to do uh, and what they're hoping to do, but never even take the first step to do it, which is ultimately sad, right? And my philosophy really is just to, whatever way I gotta make the art, I'll do it, right? You know, at heart, I'm a storyteller. And there are certain stories, like my, my favorite medium is film, and I would love to make all kinds of movies. But sometimes there's an idea that I have that just at the moment isn't feasible for me to go and make as a movie. And so instead it's like, okay, well, I also love books, so let me go and create that as a book. So, you know, it really is about A, just creating stuff and be open to other sort of pathways of, you know, like what is it that you at your core want to convey and do and and are there alternatives to be able to like bring that to life um you know or like for me I always look at like even even with the filmmaking I can have ambitious ideas and what I do is I get creative with how I bring them to life because the budget constraints that I deal with right that you know like with everything else we all deal with you know, time, money, and resources, right? That's always gonna be a constraint. So I work within that to figure out ways to, you know, be able to elevate those things that I do have and bring the vision, however grand it may seem, to life. And part of how I do that is I'm constantly studying the craft, okay? I whether it's storytelling, whether it's, you know, filmmaking, it's all of its aspects, which encompasses like pre-production, production, post-production, right? I always love learning more stuff because by, by knowing the craft, it liberates me, right? How can I be creative as a storyteller and as an operator to bring those things to life without knowing a what makes something of quality, right, that, that I enjoy as movies, as books, and so forth. And also, just in general, you know, how others are bringing stuff to life. And so I can, like, pick and choose various methods and perhaps even create hybrid methods that work for me, right? That's been a key component for for me. And, yeah, I'm, a, I'm just a big advocate of always studying the craft. The next item for me is, you know, art. Obviously, filmmaking is a communal art by its very definition. Even though we look at directors as our tours and, and things of that nature, um, they, they still need actors and everyone else. But even art that seems singular, let's take something like a writer, a painter, right? those still require other people, if nothing else, just for feedback um, and all these things, right? And so 
when I say help others, I'm talking about it in, in terms of a community sense within other artists, right? Where you share your knowledge and feedback, um, encouragement and all those things with fellow people, you know, fellow artists. Because that way you can receive in return, right? I'm not someone, and listen, you could, plenty of people do and will argue against this of like, just focus on yourself and blah, blah, blah. But in my heart of hearts for me, that's just not the way I like to operate in life um, because I genuinely believe in, you know, my various friends who are very artistic. And so when I say help others, it can be even showing up to a friend's comedy special, you know, sure, that's time and potentially money to be able to attend certain things. But if I'm not doing it for them, how can I expect anyone, you know, them or anyone else to to essentially do it for me, right? It, It seems rather selfish to me to have that expectation of just take, take, take and never sort of give back, right? So that's a big underlying uh, philosophy of mine. The next thing is, as an artist, I feel like we have to experience life. You know, it doesn't do good to just shut yourself off and constantly be creating, hence why, like, also going out and, and helping others and things like that allows you to get out of your own bubble and ex- experience what's out there. Because when you really boil down to it, an artist is an observer of life and they capture an idea, right, for lack of a better term, in whatever format it is, you know, a poem, a song, a painting, a a photo, doesn't matter, right? They're they're capturing the essence of a universal truth that therefore can be expressed to somebody else and can be felt by somebody else, right? And the last thing that I I like to think about, you know, as an artist, you know, in terms of my kind of philosophical approach to it all is just to do good in the world, right? Uh, Altruism, essentially. Because, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of quotes about it, but um, one that I like is, um, give while the hand is warm, meaning you know, do, do good deeds while you are still alive because that holds value, you know? Um, it kind of rails against that notion of like, all right, well, you know, in this life, like, I'll, I'll just focus on myself. I'll do what's needed. I'll make a ton of money. And then when I die, I'll, I'll give it all to charity. And it's like, yeah, that helps, right? If, you know, you have billions of dollars or even millions and upon your passing, you just donate it all to charity. Like those charities will be thrilled and they can certainly use it. And yet it is still more impactful if you can make it part of life. And it doesn't just mean giving money. Um, it also means time and effort and your wisdom and so forth, right? And it couples nicely with that idea of experiencing life, you know, seeing a different side um, to what's happening in the world, right? So those are kind of my approaches to art. And I know I conjoined essentially two different ideas about how as an artist, you know, we have to 
just get over the, the, the fear of having to underwrite our dream. But I also wanted to kind of, you know, provide, as I said, my overarching philosophy in terms of how I approach art because I think that helps lend to the fear of like, okay, well, if I'm not making money off my art, am I successful or not, you know, or I'm not, you know, moving forward, right? So, hope that helps, you know. Um, but if nothing else, obviously, you know, you're, you're welcome to kind of define your own philosophy towards your art and so forth. So, that's really the core of what I'm trying to get at with this is that you get to define it for yourself. And, in fact, I encourage you to, you know, think about it if you haven't thought about it before. And uh, if you're open to it, share it down below in the comments section, you know. I'd love to see how our lists perhaps are similar, perhaps how they differ, you know. Um, so, yeah. Um, that's all I got for you today. Thank you for taking time to join me. Mm-hmm.